magic on the list of bombastic. That was some DJ type shit. I know. I'm getting close to being like. You know, DJs always have like the dopest names. You know, besides race, race horses have the dopest names. But after race horses, it's DJs. Well, oh, name one. Are you talking about real DJs? Because, yeah. Because I, I'm not gonna like say- DJ World Premiere. All right. Because I'm not, not like geek, 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 like Hubert or Mixmaster Mike. Not that. But I do like Mixmaster Mike. Right, cool. that's good shit. But I'm talking about like, you're listening to, you know what I mean? Like a DJ, like, you know, a disc jockey. Yeah. You know, like, uh, oh, Master Flex. Oh, you mean actual like radio, radio disc jockeys. Radio disc jockeys. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not, you know. Well, that's not, not like, true. Scribbles and, you know what I mean? They always got the dopest names. Like, I always love DJ Woo Kid. That's uh, awesome. Uh, <laughs> I would love to be that guy. What's your name? DJ Woo Kid. Um. All right. That but just, yeah, that just sounds that. like he was a fan of the Wu Tang Clan, and they just <laughs> not kid woo, at like woo, like <laughs> woo kid, like you know. Okay. But like uh, that that shit doesn't touch racehorses, though. Uh, okay. What's uh, uh, you obviously want to say some shit about? No, I, I wish I could because the names are so dope. People who know racing know what I'm talking about because it's so obvious. Like the way that they name their horses, it's always like um, like. Isn't it just like lucky number seven? No, or no. Fucking, I mean, yeah, they're numbered. Or but the way the horses are named, like, um, some old white guy. Like, whoops! There goes that pussy. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they're always like, <laughs> it's not just a name. It's always like either like something happened or there's some type of thing. Like, okay, I get it. You know, but the way I see the like ho- little man giant. <laughs> I think what it is is the same. The horses and boats are like the same thing because they're just owned by really, uh, really wealthy white men, and then they kind of just give them weird names that have to do with something in their life. Like that's true. Like their mistress or like their daughter that they secretly <laughs> want to have yeah, sex that's with. Boat, that's boat style. Yeah, right. Yeah, like my neighbor's daughter's vagina. <laughs> that would be on the side <laughs> of the boat. <laughs> or like one of their horses would be called my first mill. <laughs> You know, I would love for uh, I hope that whoever has my neighbor's daughter's vagina (laughs) (laughs) keeps their boat parked in their side yard for the winter. And then they have to say every day, like, no, not you, not that, not this neighbor, that neighbor, that neighbor's daughter's vagina. (laughs) Big old arrow on top of the boat. The the daughter every day opens up her window in the morning and just sees a boat that says my neighbor's (laughs) daughter's vagina. (laughs) I'd take a ride on it right after suck my wake. Exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not a. Uh, I, I, I I've gone to the horse track multiple times, and I tried to get into it, but I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of it. Really? Yeah, dude. I used to uh, I used to work in the tree business for about you know maybe a half a year just when I was unemployed to pick up some work. So you're talking and about selling weed? No, I really cut down trees that grow. No, I get it. I cut down trees every night, dude. <laughs> No, I wasn't. I wasn't burning the trees. Uh-huh. I was cutting the trees. No, yeah, I know. I and get chipping it. the trees. Oh, I know. I chip trees. I chip trees right before the show. Yeah. I get it. So, how much were you getting for your trees? Like twenty, twenty a sack, fifty uh, an eighth. Nah, man. Nah, no. Nah. We went large. <laughs> so I used to work with this guy, Big John, and he was a fucking awesome dude. Stud. Gam- <laughs> I wish gambling degenerate, bro. And when I say degenerate, I'm talking about like. Things you would not believe. Stories that I could tell you forever. He was a crazy bastard. He was a giant crazy bastard, but it was so much fun working for him. 
but it was his birthday one night, and we'd always be boozing, constantly boozing. Like, if you were with him, you had to booze. Like, he would always drink Foster's oil cans, and it would look like a fucking Dixie cup in his hand, because Big John's paw, you know? But Big John was cool as hell, you know, would give you the shirt off his back, was always throwing me dough, always looking out for me. So it was his birthday one year, he's like, we're going to AC! So we're like getting tanked on the way. We go to AC. We get rocked. We're like screaming at the craps table, throwing money, getting rocked. And fucking, you know, Big John, just gambling degenerate, bro. 125. He was his first time playing craps. I taught him how to play at the moment. He kept on throwing me dough the whole time. 125 grand, bro. <laughs> wow. Was he betting 20. big? He, he started, the more money he won, he started betting huge. So it kept turning to, over? Yeah. So it took us out to eat to this amazing restaurant. It was crazy, but he was a big killer. Point of the story being, we would always leave work and go to the track, and we would always just sit at the bar and bet the off-track betting on the TVs. You yeah, know? right. He's that big of a degenerate. So we would do it all the time. He'd win some money, he'd lose a lot of money, you know what I mean? I would always bet real small, I'd always lose my money, you know? But he was a fucking degen, and uh, right before we went on that AC trip, he's like, let's just stop at the track real quick and bet a couple bucks. I'm like, dude, we're not, end up not even going to go to AC. You're going to lose your money, and we're going to turn around and go home. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? How are you going to win? So we go to the off-track betting, and we're sitting there boozing, whatever. We bet a couple races. We're up or down, a couple bucks or whatever. So Big John bets this race. I don't know what he bet. I don't know how he did it. But he won seven grand on a fucking horse race, and he's screaming, <laughs> fucking high-fiving, and that's what we went to AC on. And he fucking turned that into 25 Gs, which he gave back to AC the next two days. Yeah, right. Sure. Gave it all back. Yeah, you 20, never... A life-changing amount of money. Um. I don't care what anybody says. If I had $25,000, that would change. There's a lot of things I'd be able to take care of. Yeah, I know how that would change your life. You'd be dead. <laughs> no, absolutely not. There's a lot of things that I'd be able to pay and just go. Oh, yeah. Life. You mean as far as getting out of debt and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, that, yeah bills. You know, I have a couple of bills. You know what I mean? But that's, like that. that's, worry. that's the thing with gambling. And this is why the people who own fucking um, gambling parlors, I guess, because we're in the fucking wild west of the 1600s. What are they called? <laughs> gambling establishments? Casinos? Casinos. People, yeah, like, Jesus talking Christ. About? <laughs> I shouldn't have cut so many trees before this episode. Um, fucking, uh, the people that own that know this, is that when you win money like that, especially so quickly, that it's not like real money. You know, like if that play money, if, if you're it's money, you think you could turn into more money is what it yeah, is. <laughs> if you're if you're a regular cat making 50, 60 grand a year, 25,000 is almost half of your year and you're working your ass off to get that. So so you fucking you use that to what you need to use it for. But if you just fucking someone just throws twenty five thousand dollars in your lap, most people th- nobody sits there and goes, well, OK, cool. I could put this aside for my my daughter's college fund or I could pay off my debts and everything. Everyone just says, I have this free twenty five thousand dollars. I'm going to fucking, you know, and that's why yeah. most people, you know. Yeah. Big John. Life change. I don't care what anyone says for the working man. That is a life changing amount of money. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. Big John. He dropped me off that morning. He looked at me and he was like, no work till Monday. I was like, he's going back to AC and that money's going to be gone. He's going to be sitting at the poker table with his hand between his hands over his face, you know? Yeah. But like, you know, because poker's his game. He went there to play poker. I was like, fuck poker. I was like, welcome to the game of craps. Because what's more exciting than a game of craps? Yeah, nothing. Yeah. There's nothing in the world more exciting than the gambling world or whatever. But, you know, taught him how to play. Dude just started. If you bet large and you win. You're good. You're yeah. Crap. You're fucking good. Well, you have to be willing. And we to- were rocking, bro. Screaming. Everyone crowded around us. Uh, there was this Bouncing Soul song that we were obsessed with. I was screaming it. He was like hugging me. He was what song? Throwing me. Uh, something off the uh, 
the my summer vacation album. Oh, it's called okay. Mantham. But he's just throwing me hundreds to gamble with. I'd be like, yeah, I'd throw it on the table and lose it in two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> I just kept on drinking. There was this one black. I went on a fucking heater, bro, for like probably 10 minutes. Fucking bam, bam, doubling. You know what I mean? Hitting sevens all the way. But I kept on taking a sip of my Johnny Black before I threw my dice. So there was this black dude. And he's like, yo. That's the good luck charm. You got to take a hit of that Johnny Black before every throw. So before every throw, I hit the Johnny Black and I went on that heater. I blacked out right after that fucking <laughs> heater. Blacked out. That'll, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, too. that was the good luck charm. I won a lot of people money. See, I will never win money gambling and it doesn't matter what it is because I'm not – I'm a pussy and I'm not willing to lose. That's the, the whole thing. The only, you're, if you're willing to lose everything you have, then, then you have a good chance of winning some cash. Mm-hmm. But I'm the person like I'll go to a. I'm not a, you know me. I'm not a big fan of I AC. Know, I know. And I go to AC and I, and I'll I'll even get excited. I'll be like, oh shit! I'll, I'll play some roulette or some twenty one or something like that, you know. And I'll be like, this will be cool. Yeah. And the second I lose a hundred bucks, I'm like, fuck this. You get I'm depressed. Out. I'm just I'm just fucking out. I'm not yeah. losing anymore. Well, if you don't have money. that money to lose, you can't play. Even when I had money to lose, you yeah. know, like there there's been times so it does suck to lose. There's been times that I've gone to AC with like let's say five hundred bucks that that of course I don't want to lose it, but I'm like, you if know what? You did it wouldn't. We're partying. Yeah. If I drop this 500 bucks, that's fine. It's already put aside. I don't need it for anything. And then I'll lose like 100 and 150 and I'll be like, I could be sitting at the bar buying. No, you start thinking about the things you could have done. Yeah, with them. That's the biggest buying the most. Ex- I know. I get it. And that's why people fucking I know. But jump out of buildings <laughs> or, or just don't win money gambling. Right. I'm a bad gambler. Right. I know it. So I don't really do it. Right. You know, I like you. I don't mind. I don't mind. Bet, placing some bets on sports and or like friendly bets. Do you? And shit. Do you? You, play, you bet on sports? No, but I have. You know, oh, like I'm just saying, like you know, when the Super Bowl comes around, people have boxes really? and oh, shit, the box. like, okay, you know, stuff I like that. You. I don't have like a fucking bookie. That's what I, I thought. I was like, damn, damn, Dak. <laughs> Let's talk. But yeah, AC, the fucking track, all that shit. I'm just not a big Dude, fan. Dude, we of it. went to uh, uh, Michelle's family. She was really, uh, you know, they had a lot of connections. They had some money, whatever. But we got to Michelle's stay. Michelle's your ex girlfriend. Yeah, by the way. we got to stay at the Bellagio in Vegas for like a week at the villas, and it was just unbelievable. Just an experience that is like impossible for anyone. You have to be pretty much Jay Z to experience it. It was amazing, but um. <clears throat> we were like all decided. Well, the, you know, a couple of us decided we're going to go to that bodies exhibit where the fucking like, yeah, I went to that. Cambodian's body is skinned off. Yeah, w- <laughs> yeah. Why are they all Asian? Because my theory is they dug up a fucking hole in Cambodia where they found a million bodies from the genocide and started peeling them and using them as fucking cadavers. You know what? You're probably right. That's my because well, they, theory. They can't possibly use. People. They are all cam. They're not just Asians or Japanese or Koreans. They're fucking like Cambodians. But, but whatever, Asian. Yeah. But but what I'm saying well, is like an island. Uh, no, I get it. It had to be a genocide. <laughs> Maybe. Where'd they get all these dead Cambodians? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. You can't, they can't just go use people that have like recently died. These have to be unidentified people. Yes. Preserved yeah. cadavers. I went to that thing and uh, one of my ex-girlfriends brought me there as like a birthday gift or something. And I, and I wasn't really into it, but I acted like I was into it. I was pretty into it. Like I, I, I didn't mind going. But it wasn't like I was like, nah, we could do something more. Yeah, fun Yeah, you just day. walk through a place and look at shit. And it was okay until I got to the butthole. There, there. there I don't remember the butthole. Uh, well, there, there's multiple buttholes. <laughs> but here's the thing: Cambodian butthole. But here's the thing about the butthole: is that uh, is that write it down, Cambodian butthole. <laughs> That's going on the list. Going on the list. Which, by the way, we're coming to an end of this band contest. It's thing. slowing up. No, people are, just, are still sending them, and thank you, and continue to send them in. But I'm just saying, it's getting raw. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's getting raw. That's because all right, Cambodian butthole. <laughs> Here's the deal. 
is in the body exhibit they 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 skin the bodies yeah, right so that you can totally. see, you can see the muscle tissue the 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 um, bone structure whatever layer that by is. layer in a lot of the whole bodies the thing is is that they can't get into the fucking butthole where the actual like starfish of the butthole is yeah 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 they can't for some reason they can't scrape that out i guess it's kind of like like trying to get a belly button out or something like that so if you look hard wait, enough wait what do you mean like they can't because it's in a circle, they can't peel it and spread it open to show you the likeness. No, 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 no. Just the little tuft of skin gotcha. around the, gotcha. the whole the of the butt. The thing that makes the balloon knot. Yes. Yeah. That never uh, in the bodies. That's that's always still doesn't there. exist. So it could be. Oh, a, it's there. It could, yeah, it could be a whole body of skinless, just muscle and, and tissue and fiber and everything, and you're seeing the whole thing. If you look in the butt. The little balloon knot is still there. It lives strong. Yeah, it's amplified because of its skin presence. Cambodians have strong balloon knots. I saw like three of those and I was like, let's get the fuck out of here. I'm done looking at these fucking buttholes. Anyway, the focus was not Cambodians' tight buttholes. It was more of the fact that while I was waiting for the girls to get ready because we were in the casino, I sat down to a game of roulette at like 1 p.m. in an empty casino at the Bellagio and won 800 bucks just on the way to the bodies exhibit. Yeah. Just sat down to chill. Just kept on. I just parlayed my money on 24 in roulette, and I must have hit it like 10 times. Did you give all that money back that weekend? Uh, not so much me. I think Michelle lost it all. Because she, you know what she was doing? She was throwing 50s on the outside of the field in roulette. It's like, just stop throwing them away. Yeah, right. Like, that is the most boring thing. Not only are you losing that money so fast, but it's not fun. Spread those chips out if we're playing roulette. Hit a number for thirty five. You know what I mean? Roulette's roulette's a fucking uh, a shitty game. It's boring. Yeah, it's well, boring. And it's, it's also it, I look at it as a way to build up a little money before you really gamble because you kind of always win. And I remember I went to uh, I went to one casino and everyone's like, let's play roulette. And they sat down and it was an electronic roulette board. What? And I was like, what was electronic? The the where you put your chips? It was a video. So you put you put chips down. There was no wheel. There was no wheel. Fuck that. Yeah, right. I would never. I think play it was that. the Borgata. It was it was one of the newer I've never things seen in that. So, in yeah. Borgata. And I and I said the same thing. I was like, I'm not playing this. This is this. They just might as well have a sign <laughs> that says rigged. I know. Like at least if it's the fucking analog wood wheel, you actually see the thing plunk down. Yeah. And even if that's maybe rigged with magnets or something, at least it looks real. <laughs> the old man hanging a magnet. This is a from fucking. This is like trying to beat fucking wizards and warriors on, <laughs> or something like that. It ain't gonna fucking happen. It's just a movie of someone else playing roulette. <laughs> this is a boy in his blob or any other impossible to beat Nintendo games yeah. and ass games. Yeah, that's weak. Um, I wouldn't even step up to that stupid machine. Yeah, and I think I lost a hundred bucks there, and I said, "Fuck, fuck this. that, fuck noise. all this shit." But yeah, I, I like to gamble. I don't ever have money to gamble. I've never haven't done it in a while, but I love doing it. Like that Bellagio experience was definitely once in a lifetime. That doesn't happen to anyone too often. Um, don't you find? And they don't exist anymore. I don't believe because just yet another thing that the internet and technology is completely destroyed. But don't you find OTBs to be the most depressing places on the oh, face of the earth? Oh, super depressing. Super. It's always like the old drunk guys that are just like spending their pensions or whatever, just trying to gamble and win a little extra money just to go about their day and buy coffee. Yeah, I, I, newspapers. I've been to a couple. That some dude that I used to work with was a little bit older, uh, and he used to bring me to him every once in a while. And I'd go just after work, just to have a couple beers. I wouldn't yeah. really even batter anything. Yeah. And I always left there like feeling depressed. Because that's, you know, it's a bunch of old guys and haggard old female bartenders. Like, I yeah. would, like, hit on them. 
<laughs> it's just weird, old, pathetic life, you know? Uh, my my, I, I tell this story all the time, but my favorite fucking thing was when me and you were working at the deli that we talk about sometimes. It was actually in its other location when we had worked. When it was on Laurel across we, from Hellfritz? Yeah, we worked there for like a summer in be- yeah. between college. Yeah, Bob's Market and Tumbleweed. <laughs> and um, <laughs> he had like a bottle of Poland Spring and a Spam. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and but pack but, of juicy fruit but fuck we got free food <laughs> yeah and and found a knot of money there one day yeah that was the bomb but um there was a there was a real low level fucking uh strip club down right down the road from that yeah and they used to call in every once in a while for delivery and uh and so i'd have to you g- bastard so, i never got that delivery so, yeah, so, you would always steal it huh no 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 no. yeah you knew it was the strip club and you would never send me because i didn't even know we delivered to that place okay i'm sorry rich how long have you been friends with me <laughs> forever and have i ever once ever liked a strip club no strip clubs are the worst places on yeah, the face but you of the secretly earth. going to check out their balloons no as no but 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 anyway i <laughs> looking for redheads one day well i do look for the redheads <laughs> and 80s chicks one day redheads listening to motley crew <laughs> That's what you're looking for. Yeah, I actually am. If the hair's <laughs> that don't sound out. so bad. I'll take one of those. Yeah, but they don't exist. They don't. They ride motorcycles, and their names are like Tiffany. But no, have you been to a strip? Strip clubs are just literally Russian. You know, you know what Russians the, and blacks. You know, in Taken, when they come and steal the women, and then they bring her on, they <laughs> yeah. bring them on that ship or whatever, yeah. and they're like all I'm, drugged I'm up. I'm good. I'm good. That's what strippers are. Somewhere there's a taken guy. There's a taken guy who's just going and taking women from Russia and then bringing them to strip clubs in New Jersey. Persian. (laughs) Anyway, I'm good. The whole point of the story is is that I went in there on like uh, noon uh, to deliver lunch one day, and I walked in and there was no strippers. There, nobody was like on stage stripping. The music wasn't blasting. Uh, There was like three fucking old kind of toothless just slunched over staring at the bottom of their beers dudes yeah and i was bringing the food in and the 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 bartender mm-hmm. you know was the one that ordered it and she was just like a haggard ass chick but yeah. she, she wasn't even like an old biker slut but she wasn't even she wasn't even wearing you know like a lot of times at strip clubs the 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 bartenders and stuff will be wearing real skimpy clothes yeah she wasn't even wearing real skimpy clothes she nah. was just wearing like a flannel and stuff yeah well so i think sometimes the uh, like the uh, owner manager of the place will bartend there i forget her name well okay oh but, no I'm, I'm thinking of fantasies never mind i've never been the other place yeah <laughs> anyway so but this is the story is that so I'm I'm sitting there I'm waiting for them to pay for the food or whatever and a guy at the end of the bar is like I'll take one more beer or whatever so this chick who's just wearing like a flannel and and uh she's you know what she's doing she's wearing like the the tank top with the flannel over the tank top open deal right mm-hmm. haggard ass old fucking uh biker chick yeah um goes over an old lady a sweet butt as the sons of anarchy like to say. oh god sweet butt <laughs> she pulled- I'm going to start calling him sweet butt <laughs> Please do. No one's stopping you. <laughs> Hurry up. Put in the contest. It's still some time. Sweet butts. She she, um, she walks over, gives him the mug of beer, and then he looks at her, and she just goes, and just takes her tits out. Are and, you serious? And, just, <laughs> and, and just in front of the dude just goes, rump, 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 with her tits, oh, just jiggles Lord. her tits, then pops those suckers back in, Would and she get goes, a dollar? goes on with her day. She got a dollar for that. I don't know. But I guess the guy was like, it's yeah. a strip club. I need these tits. She got a dollar. From Steve. But then she she <laughs> popped them back into the flannel and went on with her business. Wow. Damn. I've never been a strip Integrity club fan. Integrity gone. I've never been a strip club fan, ever. 
I, I, I like this. I have a good time there. As yeah. long as I'm all tuned up and feeling feeling the mood right, <laughs> I have a good time at the strip club. I went. We went for a friend's bachelor party in Pittsburgh, and we went to a strip club. You got to be with the right crew as well. That was fun, but it still wasn't like how I would like to spend the night. But it was still it was still fun. Yeah. But man, anytime I've been to a strip club in Atlantic City or around anywhere, it's just a fucking worry. again. It's just like the OTB. I walk out being like, man, right. I feel it, so yeah, sorry no. for everybody there. I that, feel so sorry. That's why when you go to the strip club, you got to be fucked. You can't just be getting drunk. You got to be drunk already because you got to be like not giving a shit. You know what I mean? Like whip those puppies out. I don't care what you look like. Dangle your meat drapes. Rub them on the floor. You know what I mean? You just got to be fucking. You got to be a savage. Uh, <laughs> you know, and just savage out. Well, uh, yeah. You got to be Randy Savage. Maybe that's why I didn't. Uh, I didn't fucking do so well at these places. I don't know. You got to be like the mega powers. It's not like I'm sitting in the corner <laughs> and being like, I don't want to see naked women. And I, there's times that I've I, actually one time uh, at one of our work parties, I used to work on Route 22 in Springfield, which yeah. is like right up near Newark. By the Bada Bing. <laughs> and uh, I, I got hammered drunk. Right. And my friend Amriel at the time, he was like this nice dude. Like he was just this nice straight laced guy who like really like him and his sister were best friends. And you okay. know what I mean? Like went to an Ivy League college and shit. And yeah. he was just like the nicest guy in the world. We went out for our, our Christmas party and I ended up getting banged up. So I get. So I guess <laughs> started lying like a motherfucker. I, I'm sure I was calling black people the n word. So, no, that, I'm just kidding. Just that happened once on Route 18, and I'd like <laughs> to, I'd like to dismiss that from my life. <laughs> Too late. Um. Anyway, so the story was told to me because I don't really remember it very well. Uh-huh. That we that everyone decided to go to a strip club. It was actually um. What was the oh, man? What was the name of it? Anyway, Route 22. Yeah. Um. Let me see. It has 22 in the name. Uh, hot 22. Hot, yeah, something like yeah, that. The yeah, the Hot 22. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah, right. So we went there, and I guess since it was in that area, I guess what I kept saying was that I'm only going to get a lap dance from a from a black chick. Like, I wanted, like... Oh, I've been down that road, my I friend. wanted the biggest black chick there. <laughs> oh, you went big. Well, can I just tell the story? I'm getting excited over you. I never no, see no. you. I never, this is out of your element here. Yeah, because because I don't find... I don't find... Stri- I don't find a lap dance sexual. I know. Well, I know. Why can't I be around when this shit goes down? It's well, not fair. Well, because you didn't work with me. Oh. But what I'm saying... <laughs> what, what, but my point is, is I didn't... I don't find lap dance... Like, I, I, I'm not that dude is going to go into a strip club with sweatpants and be like, <laughs> I, I, I can't wait for this chick to grind on me so I yeah. can get a sexual experience. Right. It's, it's all a silly, stupid thing exactly. to, to begin with. Exactly. So my... I I guess my thing was that I was going to find the biggest black chick that I can and have her give me a lap dance because at least that would be like a fun situation. It would be a fun experience, you know? And um, I don't know if that actually happened or not, but from what my friend Amriel told me, told me is that, you know how when you're sitting there, chicks just come up to you all the time like you want to go in a yeah, yeah. dance, you want to dance. So he said I was sitting there all hammered, like nursing a beer, and chicks kept coming up to me and going, <laughs> "You want? do you want a lap dance? you want to do a lap dance? And I kept going... Are you black? And they kept going, like, <laughs> and they kept going, like, what the fuck? And walking away from me and fuck shit. Fuck you, nigga. And then, and then, um, and then he said, one girl walked over and she was like, hey, honey. Uh, she like touched my shoulder and she was like, hey, honey, you want a lap dance? And I looked at her and I go, are you black? And she goes, no, me España. <laughs> yes. Did you accept? I don't remember. Dude. Oh, I was, I was shit. Hammered. I was oh, hammered. man. Yeah. 
Strip clubs fun, man. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone says I you don't, don't know about it. You don't get down at strip clubs. It's kind of a little bit of a loophole. But uh, one time, me and a buddy went out with these two girls to like Porta and Asbury. Then we ended up going back to my apartment, or whatever. And everyone slept over, and we drank all night. And it was a debacle, or whatever. So then this girl ends up working at Fantasies, and with her buddy, the two girls that we took out. So me and the dude were like, "Yo, let's go have some drinks at Fantasies and smack dollars up their butt." You know what I mean? Yeah, you love so, that. Yeah, you tried to get so, me to do that. Once with an, with an ex girlfriend of yours, <laughs> great. Yeah, <laughs> who was a stripper besides Jackie? That's who we, we went to see her strip. No, where? you tried to get me to. You're you were, you were <laughs> oh, like, come slap yeah, dollars. You're, with you're me? like, I got a good idea for that. Uh, Jackie's <laughs> stripping over at the Bada Bing or whatever the fuck it was. And you're like, why don't Breathless. we? Why don't we go and check her out? And I was like. I don't want to do that. I don't. Yeah, there would have been other whores. But yeah, I know. But she's all naked. She's oh hey Richie, what's up? <laughs> oh hey Deb, what's up? and then I have to give her a dollar. It's <laughs> fucking right. weird. Whatever. We were young. Anyway, so we hang out these two girls. Blah blah blah. They end up working at fantasies. He's like, let's go there and smack dolls up their ass. And I'm like, absolutely. So we go there. Whatever. We're drinking and shit. Before I went there, I ate like two bars of Xanax. So I'm oh, fucking. God. I'm zipping, man. I'm fucking. I'm. I'm leaning. <laughs> let's put it that way. I'm leaning all over the bar. Right. So, I, you know, I'm drinking heavy, too. So the girl's like, get a lap dance, get a lap dance. So I was like, I don't have no money. She's like, get a lap dance, get a lap dance. So I was like, all I got is 20 bucks. She's like, oh, you'll get some time for 20 bucks. So I give her 20 bucks, bro. We get in there. She looks at me. Zip drops her pants so fast. Like, these panties were just on her ankles. We didn't fuck or nothing. She just got on top of me. And I just had handfuls of her giant tush. And we just made out and shit. And I, like, sucked on her titties. And she, like, played with me a little bit. Nothing major. But it was just a great fantasies experience. You know what I mean? Like just got with a girl it was just happened to be in a room at a strip club you yeah know what I mean? no i get it like me and that girl were gonna probably make out anyway you know what i mean we, like she slept over and shit but like it was just cool because i wasn't expecting that you know what i mean it was like she like stood in the doorway and like you know had her little heels together and dropped her panties and i was like it's going down right now it's just going down right now i started like playing my dick real fast because i wasn't ready for it you're stretching it out a little bit <laughs> yeah you know gotta get her ready ate a couple pills <laughs> You're all turtled up. Oh my god, my face was like melting on the floor. I was like, "This is going down right now." Oh, yeah. Oh, so you're aware of what you look like when you're on that shit? Yeah, face melter. <laughs> That's what happens. It falls off the skull. I can't. It's hard to breathe. The There's, nose, your nostrils start melting, so it covers up the orifices. You're my best friend in this world, and we've known each other for a very long time. We've done a shitload of things together. Yeah. And there's been many, many times that I just wanted to completely knock you the fuck out. <laughs> Why? Because I look so cool when I'm on Xanax? No. I'm just saying in life, from from kindergarten forward, there's, there's probably about four to five times a year where I'm just like, man, I would love to fucking just break his nose right now. Can't do it. But there's never been more of a time than when you show up or, or you're hanging out and you're fucked up like uh, you know and it could be xanax or whatever it is but you got you got that fucking dope face going yeah it's only oh man like sometimes you'll be talking to me with it and my fist will be clenched (laughs) i'll just be like "Mm -hmm, uh uh-huh no that's cool (laughs) keep frowning keep frowning (laughs) keep melting and another thing that you do when you're (laughs) i love your fucking little insecurity Uh uh-oh the veins popping he's hating richard um another thing that you do when you're all fucked up (laughs) Ah, let's get on it. Let's get at it, Dev. <laughs> Come on. 
Let it out. Is that you You turn into a fucking an argument. You turn into a stubborn fucking <laughs> argumentative shit. fucking dude. Everyone, he is so mad right now. He's going to explode. I'm not mad. He's so mad. He's the not- maddest he's been all, all, all 71 episodes. It, I, there was a night There was a night not too long ago. Over, <laughs> Here we go. Over, I, I don't even remember what it was, but you were all fucked up. Me and you were talking about <laughs> old band shit, right? I think what we were talking about as embarrassing as it, was it is probably when i ate those two pies listen it, it, it's three it, o'clock in the morning wasted but but you were all fucked up on your drug of choice no i wasn't not it's, for a really long time okay can you can i just tell you the story you're wrong you're wrong you don't I even all fucked up i i know i know, I know when i, I know when you are right. but the thing is is that we were talking about the fuck dude you had the fucking monkey face going <laughs> i wanted to that knock also you happens off. with liquor yeah right yes it does and, and anyway and we we were talking about we were talking about fucking our, our an album that our band made and if we liked any of the songs on it mm-hmm. and and me and you fucking agreed on two songs that we both like we were in agreement okay and then you argued with me for a half hour <laughs> about what be- because you couldn't understand that I was agreeing with you and you're going Dev Dev you're wrong you're wrong <laughs> if you go back and listen to it and I'm going Richie. This I'm agreeing with you. Like we came up with the same two songs, and you're going. You don't even understand. If you just, and, and you, you got to be more clear. You got to clarify. You fought with yourself for a half hour and so, thought you were fighting with you me. You could have walked away and just let it happen. Well, I wanted to just knock you out. <laughs> I wish life was like the movies where you could actually punch somebody punch in the face yeah. and knock them, and then they just go out for a little bit, and then they get back up. Like there's no real damage, like brain <laughs> hey, damage. They or just rub like their that. jaw. Like what'd you do that for, buddy? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. You wake up like it's okay, I, that's, man. I, that's not not possible. Yes, it's not possible. Why though? Because movies make it seem like if you if you violently knock somebody in the head with something that that they just go to sleep and then well, wake up. Well, I'm not up. talking about hitting someone with a bat. I'm talking about just like giving someone just a quick little punch in the face. Yeah, but to make somebody if, if you at, want to knock someone out cold at any point, <laughs> that's what we're looking for. Yeah, what I'm saying is at any point if you lose consciousness, that's not a good thing. There's some <laughs> right, but what what are you shooting for here? What I'm is this what's going on right now? Are we are you arguing over the same point? <laughs> I'm asking you, what are you looking for in life here? What I'm saying is, if life was like the movies, when you actually could just, like, if somebody's annoying, you just punch them in the face, and then they fucking fall asleep for a good half hour, that would be great. However, that's not how life works. Ah, uh, okay. I'm, I thought you were saying, you know, why can't you just punch someone in the face and knock them out like you used to back in the day? <laughs> Nobody's ever done that. <laughs> it only That's happens- what I'm saying. Like, you could still someone give someone a punch, but chances are they're not going to sleep. <laughs> it only happens in movies. Yes. And to drunk people. Dude, one time I was at Exxon across from the steak exchange, and uh, I forgot who I was with. Uh, uh, you know, and I was with, like, one or two other people, and we're like, yo, that guy's going to get fucked up. Because this guy came running out, and someone else came running out after him. And the guy that came running after him was a smaller cat. And the other guy was kind of big, but you could tell he was wasted and shit. And the little cat comes up to him. He does, like, one or two little Mike Tyson jukes, like, boom, boom. And then he just goes, ba-ba, and gives him, like, a two-piece to the jaw. I swear to God, the, the tall dude just turned to linguini he just looked at the guy all shocked and his legs just turned into two little spaghetti sticks they were just like and the guy just like wiggled to the ground and was just out cold for like 20 minutes <laughs> but it was so fast because it was just like papa he have a quick t- to his glass jaw like when someone's that wasted you just give them a oh, little yeah, flick sure, and they yeah. just like melt I fucking I, I got I got knocked out by a punch once. It wasn't in a real fight. It was uh, me and a, a friend of mine, and and my friend at the time, he's a tiny dude. 
like real tiny scrappy kid you know how most scrappy do like mo- most that most real tiny guys are like scrappy like they could do a billion pull-ups because yeah, yeah, you know yeah. and like they're they're because they're know. light yeah yeah and but uh we were at a party and we were in the basement at this party and and they had a boxing gloves and one of those fucking like uh scott steiner and fucking yeah yeah uh, helmets yeah you the know? sparring helmets. Yeah, yeah the sparring helmets so we were just bored so we we're like this is fun so fucking we took turns <laughs> one of you turned red and started throwing haymakers no we took no we took turn <laughs> we took turns fucking uh punching each other one guy would put on the helmet the other guy would punch him then I, then I would, you know, then I'd put on the helmet. He'd punch me. I think the helmet's worse. No? I, well, anyway, the whole time we're doing it, we're just laughing and we're kind of getting a little bit harder and a little bit harder and punching a little bit harder. <laughs> a little bit yes. Harder. And w- someone threw the headlock on. You fucking asshole. At, at one point, I'm just, I'm sitting there and he's, he's, he's clocked back to swing at me and we're laughing like, ha ha ha. I'm laughing. And then all of a sudden I'm, I fucking open my eyes and I'm on the floor. He like, he must've just swung and hit me in the right spot on the jaw or something and just laid me out. Really? I was only well, out for were like, you wearing, were you wearing the helmet? Yeah. Or yeah. You, oh, you were wearing yeah, the helmet? Yeah, yeah. So you were out with the helmet yeah. just laying there? <laughs> he just nicked me the right way and I went out. <laughs> the helmet makes it so I was only out, I was probably only out for like 30 seconds, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but, but it was still like, I don't, I, I lost that fucking <laughs> yeah, It was funny because you were laughing like, this is the funnest time ever. Tweet, tweet. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. I was like, ha ha ha. What? What? That's it was great. It was like skipping ahead or something. I don't That's know. That's so funny, man. After Kimbo Slice died, I started watching like old online videos of his like backyard fights because that's how he got noticed he, yeah people would just wager money that like my boy could kick your boy's ass you right. know what I mean? and then they show up with kimbo slice and R- people probably shit of themselves right but uh i saw him fight this one guy you know it was just another big brother and they took it to a backyard or whatever and kimbo was like you know let's do it like the other guy was like trying to be sportsman kind of like you know sh- shaking hands whatever kimbo's like you're about to die <laughs> so he just fucking smashed his guy's face up yo his left eye looked like fucking Jason Voorhees, bro. It was all like the eye was hanging out. His face was all fucked up. He looked like he lived in a lake for like 10 years. You know what I mean? It was disgusting. He had the haircut, the Jason. <laughs> <laughs> the black version. Speaking of movies, do you want to talk about the movie thing or do you want to talk about how you might go, you might be incarcerated? Uh, let's talk about the movie thing. <laughs> um. I, I'm sorry, just for people at home, we were writing out the things that we might want to talk about today, and Richie was like, well, we want to talk about this, we want to talk about movie sequels, we want to talk about this, we could talk about how I'm probably going to go to jail, we want to talk about, and I was like, what? <laughs> um, but we'll get there. It's just, You know what, it's not even worth the story, I could just lay it down right now since you opened up Pandora's box. Uh, I just owe a couple bucks that I'm behind on, but I'm going to pay it next week. It's only like 300 bucks that I've been lazy to pay. But I'm gonna pay it next week. And oh. the story's over, so I'm not gonna go to jail. It's all right. Okay. So so that all right. That's I, it. That's I thought maybe it, they it were was... they were looking for you or something. Nah, I'm, I'm all good. I'm all good these days. I'm waiting for the day that you get you get snatched <laughs> up and you're on some fucking trial and they actually <laughs> play some shit from this podcast as like <laughs> as evidence. evidence. <laughs> Judge, I swear I've been clean forever. Man, I took like two, three bars. Man, I took like two, three bars, did like ten shots. <laughs> He's fast forwarding it. What are they playing this on a fucking tape machine? <laughs> yes, cassettes. <laughs> we found the cassette player in your bedroom. <laughs> they that actually would be good uh, publicity for the show, though. Maybe we'll, a couple jurors would be like, "Man, this is kind of funny. We should listen to it." So <laughs> you know, I'm juror, not. To- a, I'm not totally against it. A juror would definitely leave a review. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's the question that I'm posing to you tonight. 
this June tenth, two thousand and sixteen. Is has there ever been a sequel to a comedy that was good? I'm not even going to say better. The old the old thing is is there ever been a sequel that's been as good or better than the than the original one? And that goes for all movies. And that's a regular conversation. I'm just asking in the comedy genre. Yeah, has there and it doesn't have to be as good as the first movie. It doesn't have to be better than the first movie it just has to be by itself a passable oh, film. oh well that's easy though well, okay Damn, Name one. i was trying to think of a good one and i had some maybes but it was hard to think of one that was better than the first one but if you're gonna say one that had a sequel that the sequel was just good i would definitely say ghostbusters Ooh, okay part two is great yeah you're right i yeah. didn't think of that yeah i didn't think of but that. when if you're saying a sequel that's better than the original in a comedy world that's kind of an impossibility. But I, but you know what? Now that you brought up Ghostbusters, I'll agree with that. But it's still a lesser movie than the first Ghostbusters. Right, but it's still a good movie. Because Ghostbusters 1 is just like five stars. And then Ghostbusters 2 is like not Ghostbusters 1, but it's no slouch. Yeah. It, you know what? It was we- The weird thing with go- watching both of those films for so long in my life, there's a weird feeling that I get from Ghostbusters 2. Like I kind of feel like it's a like uh, – maybe they didn't have as big of a budget for Ghostbusters 2 or maybe it's shorter as far as length goes or something. They don't feel like equal films. Right. I see Ghostbusters. I I like Ghostbusters 1. It's weird. I see. I have a very close relationship with Ghostbusters and Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. (laughs) So I'll lay down this psychology. Yes, please do. I look at these, these shows and movies the same exact way because I love Ghostbusters 1. To me, that's the Ghostbusters on the come up. Even though part two starts off, they got sued, they're washed up, they're done, and then they make their comeback. Yeah. Still, part one is like the OG Ghostbusters that turned into the Ghostbusters. Yeah, no doubt. No, nobody mean? even knew that there was ghosts before the go- right, before that. Right. right. That's the same reason why when I tell people, you know, I love Breaking Bad seasons one and two. And everyone's like, are you kidding me when they're in the super lab with Gus and the cartel and all this shit? And I'll agree. I love all those seasons. It's insane. I love when Walt becomes a maniac. But for some reason, when Walt and Jesse are cooking in the Winnebago and they're not really sure how to sell drugs and they're just making their way and they're on the come up. To me, that's much better television than two dudes in a super lab cooking for the cartel. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get and it. That, okay. It's kind of like the same as Ghostbusters 1 for me. Because yep. Ghostbusters 1 are like dudes that are like, they find the ghost, they start off with Getter, <laughs> you know? <laughs> then they get these fucking proton packs and they suck them into a trap. It's right. fucking great. Okay. All right. Yeah, I could see that. You're right. Because because they they pretty much fought their way to have access basically the the the, uh, the city of New York when when one of their buildings was completely accosted and, and falling down to the earth was at the point where they're like okay we this is our last resort go do this get the ghostbusters but then but then at the end of 2 they have carte blanche to go spray the inside of the statue of liberty with goo just exactly. to, you know, just to make exactly. it fucking walk across so that's I see what I'm you're saying about. they have a little bit more stature there yeah plus they get gray suits like there's some type of like versace shit Okay, all right, so Ghostbusters, I'll give you that, although I still feel like it's a lesser film. Maybe I shouldn't even ask if it's good. But but seriously, name one other film franchise that's a comedy franchise that the second one is even an okay film. But you know the what? Vacation for, franchise. For, for sake of for sake of uh, for for the sake of argument, let's just say as good as the first. National Lampoon's vacation. You, you think European vacation is better than vi- regular vacation? Mm, I don't think so, I my friend. So. They're but they're but they're different. They're all different because I love Christmas vacation. Yeah, but I, that's my favorite. That's one, I think. also kind of hard to see those as sequels. Yeah, so. I'm I'm trying to think of more where there's just one and two. 
Yeah, yeah. Because because the vacations are they're National Lampoon films, and they're 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 not they're meant e- to they're be each their own thing, right? The kids yeah. are different every yeah. time. The, you know, it's it's right. a whole kind of di- it's supposed to be kind of different yeah. universes. I totally each see time. that. Yeah. I totally see that. So, um, and and when I was a kid, I watched Home your, Alone too. Nowhere near as good. Nowhere near good. as good. It's pretty no, good. No, no. You know what? All I'm right. not even gonna put that All on. Right, I'm right. not even gonna put that on good. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I had one. How about Sister Act two? Back in style. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll give that. I'll give that. Uh, I'll give that. Uh, Back in business. I'll give that credit for one little thing. It's and actually that's, true. And that's, <laughs> it's fucking gorgeous as Lauren Hill in that film. Oh yeah, she's holy a cutie. shit. Yeah, I would just pull, when I was a kid, I would just pause the fucking uh, and check out the video those tape. succulent black lips. <laughs> yes, God, sweeter the berry, sweeter the juice. <laughs> okay. But, but let me let me just like okay the reason that I thought about this is because they're they're doing um, I saw that they're doing or they have done Zoolander two yeah and normally I love the first Zoolander and normally at that point even though I wouldn't expect it to be as good as a movie I'd still I would still give them my money I'd still say all right I'm gonna go check this out yeah. I love the first movie but they've done so many of these part twos that have been so bad yeah. that I don't even want to deal with it they do them too late. Like like fucking um, Anchorman Part Two was terrible, horrible. It, terrible. Was, it wasn't even a watchable film. I didn't make it. I didn't make it through Anchorman Part Two, and I didn't make. It, what was the first one you just said? Zoolander Part Two. I didn't make it past the first ten minutes. Oh, you tried to watch Zoolander? Yeah, too? crap. Oh yeah, I haven't even tried to watch it. That's it's what crap. I'm saying. It's crap. The both the, uh, the the next two Hangovers were horrible. Yep. Yeah, um, part two wasn't that bad actually. Yeah, it wasn't that. Bad. It, it was, was the, the same, same thing. thing as part one. I know, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you already you're already sick of the bearded guy. You're sick of him. He's garbage. But like, he still has his funny moments that made it. You know, the same thing as part one funny. But yeah, part one part one is way more funny than by part the two. bearded guy. You mean Zach Galifianakis, yes. one of the funniest comedians yes. ever. <laughs> he the the part one is funnier than the second one, but the second one wasn't bad. Nah, it wasn't better. Okay, all right, it wasn't better. What about Fletch? Fletch Lives is funnier than Fletch? I don't know. It's not funnier than Fletch? No. Are we saying funnier? Are we saying just a good... Didn't you say it just has to be yeah, a good I movie? Yeah, but I said for sake of our, for the argument. You oh, know? It has, no, so now it has to be funnier. Well, it just has to be... Yeah, no, it has to be as good as the first film. Oh. And I don't think Fletch Lives is no, as good as no, the first No, definitely Fletch. not. Absolutely not. I'll tell you what the worst... Right, this is an impossibility. I'll tell you what the worst one of all time, and this might set the standards for the most horrible... That I've never seen... A, a, a movie franchise where the first one might be one of the best and one of the funniest films of all time, and the second one is one of the worst. I know one- already what it is. What's that? It's Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Yeah. How? I mean, because cat- they they waited too long. I don't. Yeah, I guess there's I, like ten years between Caddyshack. Is that what it was? Something, and they used Jackie Mason. Yeah. What is that crap? <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know? But it's it's just why even make a two then? I don't you, know. you see what I'm saying? I don't know. They thought they could pull it off with those ideas, but it was again they went off the same ideas as one, only they made it such shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. I think, and I was thinking about because Anchorman sticks in my craw a little bit because yeah. because the Anchorman itself was so weird and filled with non sequiturs and, and didn't really cla- yes. didn't really grasp onto any real sort of story arc or anything. It was no. kind of more just like a conglomerate of different bits in there or whatever yeah so so uh, so it, it would make sense that if you had as quality writers on anchorman 2 that it, it would be as good of a movie because you could kind of just but conti- did they use the same guys i'm pretty sure did they? but you could kind of just continue to do the same thing because it does none of it really matters there's no you know it's not godfather one and godfather two right you know and and they weren't able to pull that off at all like yeah. you know, I, I watched that thing. I don't think I laughed once. 
at it. But the first mm. anchor man, I'll fucking I'll die laughing at every single fucking time, you know? Mm. Like uh they're 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 doing super troopers too now. Yeah. You know? I'm worried. How is that gonna work out? I don't know. But th- they raised money on the internet and they squashed their goal by like eight hundred percent. Yeah. Because Super Troopers is a great film. Yeah, it is. I, I like almost all those Broken Lizard films. I like yeah. Club Dread. I like fucking... Slan and Sanin. Uh, Beer Fest, you know. Yeah. But if you go back to the well and try to make another Super Troopers, is that going to be good or not? I don't know. And one, one of the things that, that I... They might reuse shit. That's well, my fear. That's the thing. And another thing that I was going to say is they, whenever they do these sequels for comedies, they feel the need to do callbacks... Why? ...on the second... Give them their own thing. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. make it a completely different thing. You don't have to... I know that there's some some lines from the first movie that everybody repeats, and it's now in the zeitgeist, and it's a big thing, and people say it all the time. But, you know, like, like you don't... In Super Troopers 2, we don't need Farva to say large Farva and then wink at the screen. Right, you know, like, don't, right. don't make that happen. And like I was saying, like, even worse than that, like, more narrow than that, is like, okay, Farva beats up kids and gets suspended. Now they're going to have, you know, instead of the boss or the, or the, or the Dippin's Burger, they're going to have Farva rip a lifeguard down, beat him up, then he gets suspended. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he doesn't have to do that again. Let him do something else. You know right. what I mean? Let- like... What, Maybe anything? yeah, but I mean, I mean, I'm sure that we're we're think, thinking way too far into this because they're just being snobby because they're stupid comedies, right? But I just want for once for there to be a part two that it could, could exist on its own, you know? Where, yeah, and, where it just and, rises uh, and keeps rising, and gets better. But and, and I'm sure, and, and I'm sure there's a, there's shit out there that we don't know about. I'm sure there's people right now saying, "Oh, this was I liked part two. but I but it would be very far fetched to think that there was ever a part two. There was ever a Godfather 2 or a Terminator 2 or any of those films where the second one is better yeah. than the first one. You know what? I just, you know, my brain just like, you know, did a little, you know, extra jolt and I got a good <laughs> idea here. Okay. You know why I think sequels have trouble? Why part ones are always so much better? Because of the phenomenon of character introduction. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what makes Godfather 2 so successful. Because think about it. One of the best things about a comedy or a movie like that is getting to know the character, right? And you do that through the first film. By part two, you yourself, not only the writer, but you yourself know that character. Right. So there's nothing new for you to find out about him that's zany or whatnot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why part two of The Godfather is so good. is because there are characters that come back for part two, but it's almost like a whole different cast of people mm-hmm. that you get to know and come familiar with and then... It explains more of the storyline, and there's more character introduction in part two of The Godfather than part one, so it keeps it fresh, you know? Right. Do you think, personally, that Godfather 2 is better than Godfather 1? I was hoping you wouldn't ask me that, because I I love them both for their own reasons. Like, if it came down to it and someone was like, you have to pick one, then I'm just going to have to go with Godfather 1, unfortunately. But I think Godfather 2 is a better movie I enjoy watching it more because I love the flashbacks. Yeah, I mean, right. That's so rad. You yeah. Know? Uh, H- that's my thing about it. HBO does this new thing where it's like the epic Godfather and the scenes are longer and there's more cutout well, scenes. But they take out all the De Niro scenes. But they play – the thing is is that – no, it's be- they do it They do it literally. So like uh, they take Godfather 1 and Godfather 2 and they kind of make it so, so that it, it goes – it doesn't go back and forth. It just plays out the, like from from the beginning to the okay. end. Okay, and know, what they do weird. all the Andalini stuff in the very beginning? Yeah, yeah, pretty uh, much. Okay, when he's yeah. a kid and shit. 
Yeah, I started to watch That's it. That's what I didn't like about I it. I started to watch it, and I was like, I don't really like it this way. I, no. I want it. You know, it's like uh, you ever, there's always a film student every year that tries to take Pulp Fiction and make it in order. Really? Yeah, and you're That's just gay. like, and you're like, it, that's not. It just doesn't fucking work that way. That you know would be I mean? a fun homework assignment. You know what I mean? Not yeah. a creative thing. Yeah, right. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, like there's some NYU student who's like, yeah. this is my, this is gonna be my thesis. I'm gonna yeah. do this. And but it, then it wouldn't. And you could find them on YouTube if you look but it up. That's retarded because it wouldn't be Pulp Fiction. It would just be the fiction. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> this, the reason why the story is all chopped up in little bits is what makes it pulp. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I get. <laughs> uh, yeah, totally. I, I, I don't idiots. Know. And, and I think I think you're onto something about the characters themselves, because you when you do follow somebody from like let's say it's a rags to riches story, and that's kind of a loose analogy because it doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that they're they're poor to, to wealthy. I know, what you're saying. but from like they they grow, there's an arc. They grow as a character until an and there's yeah. somebody else in the end, and then in the second one, you now you're dealing from that, and you can't really make them. You know, Rise and fall again. Yeah, <laughs> nice life of roller coasterism. It's, it's it's why you know I was watching that House of Cards show on on uh, on Netflix or whatever, and I watched the first two seasons, I believe, and then he became president. So the first one, he like works his way up to vice president or whatever. Then the second time, he works his way to be president, and then the third season <laughs> he came, becomes God. <laughs> well, that's the thing. The third season came out, and I was like. I don't want to watch this anymore. Yeah. I don't. Where the fuck is he going to go? He's going to, you know what I mean? Like fucking. I, there's nowhere to fucking yeah. go. And it, and I also don't care about these characters anymore. The same thing happened to me with uh, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia," right? Yeah. Remember when that? Like we both latched on that show very early, and we were, like we fucking loved that shit. Yeah. And then by the fourth season, I kind of stopped watching it. Now I I've gone back and watched them, and I and I I I find them all funny from mm-hmm. from beginning to end. But w- I realized what happened in the fourth season that made me want to stop watching it for a while is in the first three seasons you had these like semi normal people that that would get into situations and then start slowly freaking out, you mm-hmm. know. And then when they when they started to slowly freak out, that's when shit was really funny. By season four, they had established that so much that they started from a level of a freak out. As soon as the shit starts, they're freaking out, and there's right. really nowhere to go. So it started from it stopped it stopped being a show about these semi normal people that do weird shit, and then shit gets crazy to a show from it's just on ten the whole time of people just screaming like ah! yeah, and 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 that it, started that started to bother me about them. Yeah, and it wasn't funny. It wasn't yeah. funny. For like me. Charlie became Bobcat out of nowhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> like what the fuck? But the thing used to be that he would work his way up to that. Yeah be hilarious yeah. you know yeah. so it, and uh i still think season four is the worst of that and, and it I, is it is and i think they went back to the formula after that at the very end they got did. it together season nine went oh my god bro i almost died in season nine <laughs> is that the one where they have like the battle in the restaurant where it's like dennis and and mac in the restaurant and charlie and frank in the restaurant and they're on different sides of the restaurant and they're like Trying to say restaurant one more time. Show, trying to show each other, and D is also in the restaurant. <laughs> My fist herself, is clenched bro. right now. You're such a homo. <laughs> <laughs> the mega powers are gonna explode. <laughs> well, well, anyway, you're Hogan. <laughs> Wait. Yes, okay, you. cool. At least I'm still alive, and I just got a cool fucking like twenty mil for banging <laughs> yeah, banging my ho- friend's wife. You ain't Hollywood, Hogan. You're <laughs> when it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. Wait, that's what I would want to be. <laughs> okay, what you want to be Hulk rules? You thought I wanted to be like the NWO yeah, Hogan, strumming the guitar like a homo? <laughs> <laughs> Why you play guitar, Hogan? Why do you got to come out like? <laughs> what is that? 
do you know I, I thought my whole life that um that fucking Brutus the Barber Beefcake and Hogan were brothers. No, they're just brothers. <laughs> okay. Good point. I found that out the other day. Yeah, no, they're not brothers. <laughs> I think in the early days they were a tag team, like you know, like you know, the beef brothers or something. Yeah. You know, but they're not, not really brothers. <laughs> Hogan, Hogan, Hogan is Terry Bolia and Brutus is Ed Leslie. Jesus. Oh, I got trivia for days. Yeah, you know a lot I about lo- this shit. I love wrestling. And the Ultimate Warrior is Jim Hellwig. Was Jim Hellwig. Was Jim R.I.P. Hellwig. Yeah, him and Randy were like good what friends. What a life lived. And they both like, you know, were against the Hulkster and Beefcake. They thought they were like pre-Madonna homos and the Warrior. And the Macho Man would go do mad coke and work out at like three in the morning and make fun of the Hulkster. <laughs> Imagine them in the gym, like fucking curling three hundred. Like Hulk's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the Ultimate Warrior calls you. You got any coke left? No, Warrior. Sorry. All you hear is mad furniture breaking in the background. No, we'll go without food. We'll go without shelter, but not cocaine. <laughs> furniture is being smashed through the wall. Sorry, Warrior. And didn't uh, fucking Macho Man and the Warrior like die within like months of each other? Not months. Not, well, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But they were buddies. They hated the Hulkster. And now the Hulkster's fine. Popping Percocets, driving his boat around on drugs. Banging his buddy's <laughs> wife. Yeah. Dropping the N-word. Yeah. Banging little girls that look like his daughter. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Hogan's into that I fucked my daughter porn. <laughs> Only he really did. It's good shit, brother. Okay. So so you brought it up, so it's laying on me. What? The porn thing. How you're weird for liking the 80s porn. <laughs> How you should get that checked out because it makes me sick. <laughs> okay. That's it? That's all you had to say? Well, I tried watching it. Yeah, going of course to... Course I would, I'm like, hey, man, if Dev likes it, you know, man's got a good opinion on shit. Maybe that porn does have a little something special. Not a drop. I, <laughs> I needed a shower. I felt dirty. I even trimmed my own bush after watching it. I was like, my shit's too long. What, <laughs> what did you watch? Uh, I kind of just let go for it right out. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see what Gabriella was all about. Did you uh, Did you get it from the, from the Awkward High Five website? Yeah. For anybody who listened to the last episode, and I told a story about how I, I stole a, a melody of a porn video for a song, if you go to awkwardhighfive.com and look at the show notes of that episode... Uh, we were nice enough. <laughs> you could watch clips of what Dev wax off. We to. were we were nice enough to put the, both of them up so you could hear the the, the similarity and the rip off. But the thing was, is that there was really no way to isolate just the theme song of this porno. <laughs> so we just threw a porn. So up if you really it. want, you, you could just go there and watch a porn from the seventies. But that was seventies porn. That was an eighties. Oh, you're oh, you're into the next decade. Yeah, the eighties. Right. Is there much of a difference? Yeah, the, less storyline. <laughs> the the cameras were better. Yeah, everyone was a little bit more cleanly. Really? Yeah, Th- uh, that's what I felt. Like everyone was greasy as shit. Yeah. No, it's like, it's take a shower. The seventies, yeah. You know, in the in the seventies porn, you see you see like pimples and shit. And Big like, time. In the eighties porn, at that point, they kind of got the lighting to be a little bit better. Not quite. And <laughs> not quite. I don't know. I don't, I don't think the women were into like waxing their assholes yet. Even the women have hairy asses. Yeah, that I don't. Bo- that doesn't bother me. Really? Yeah, it doesn't bother me. That's that's el natural. That's I the way know. life is. Man, I like Brazilians. I like getting in there and making it a sloppy mess. <laughs> what I'm saying, minus the hair. What I'm saying though is is how go for it, go, go for, for it, it. <laughs> go for it, go for it. 
sick bastard. Um, yeah, you, you didn't give the right one to try. Nah, I'll never do it again. I'll never come close again. That ruined me. So, what? You, but are you saying that you like this this new fucking porn? Like, you'd rather see the I fuck my mom? And you know what? I, I, it doesn't have to be I fuck my mom. It just has to be, you know, a tight-ass girl that knows what she's doing. I don't like, you know, I'm not into... Uh, like tattooed girls or anything. I'm down with the own natural chicks. It's just I just like I just feel like they're just better at it. Yeah, like, the tattoo. I'm gonna be honest. The tattoos fucking take me out. Of I'm it. not into that now. I fucking. But I just but, feel like they. You know, they're better at fucking. They're good fuckers. Whenever I, <laughs> whenever I find a new number one, they're not good anything. They're just fucking being told what to do. Good. You know, and they're being told right. But whenever I find like a new uh, like a new chick, I'm like sweet, and then I'm like, please don't have tattoos, please don't have tattoos, mm. please don't have tattoos, and then they always have tattoos. You know who can have tattoos? MMA. Okay, She's a pretty girl right there. MMA, the the fighting thing. M- no, M Emma May. Oh, okay. Emma May, Pr- pretty girl, pretty girl, just your natural, you know, rolling the hay. Yeah. She's not like wild and crazy. She just let you fuck her. Okay. Pretty girl. All right. And she's couple, got tattoos slamming tattoos. on her big yeah. old boobs. Yeah, that's, you know, she's like my favorite blonde there is. But she is kind of plain, you know? It's just that little Bella Anderson. I feel like I could kill her. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even, no, I did have a drink before. Fuck, that's why I'm becoming a deviant. You did? Yeah. yeah all right. I had a big old vodka. Nice. Yeah. That's why you've been screaming and, and yelling over me this whole episode. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Damn. It's fine. Damn you, Bella. You got me all charged up now. <laughs> Gave me the edge. I think this might be the the third or fourth podcast in a row that we've talked about porn. But <laughs> go for it, go for it, <laughs> go for it. The, uh, the the another thing that I've noticed in porn though is that uh, all all the, the the you know it used to be that whoever was producing the porn they would just go to their big house in in California and fuck on the yeah, couch. They always fuck on that tan couch. Yeah, right. With the black staircase behind you, yeah, black right. bars. Yeah, but now that, that couch is disgusting. Now all all the porn <laughs> takes place in this like ultra white yes, fucking room. Yes, yes, and it's like white white. What curtains. a great view! And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's where the, is this fuck room? I think the old house used to be like a Venice apartment. I think we moved to like a Miami high rise. <laughs> That's what it looks like. But they all, different companies and everything, they all take place in the same kind of room. They just, what do you have to do to fuck somebody? You just need to rent out a room. All you're focused on is the butt slapping around. You know, oh, same black staircase. Can't jerk off to this one. (laughs) I mean, if you throw a condom in there, I'll fucking change the channel. But you could have the same black staircase. Well, what I'm saying is that they've all adapted this now. You see what I'm saying? Like, they all, it all looks the same. They all just rent out the same house. Fuck it. (laughs) Why do they have to rent out a bunch of different houses? But there's no way different like different companies are renting the same one room, the most fucked room of all time. <laughs> yeah, oh, imagine the that room, room you would never bring a black light into ever. Ew. Anal splashes all over the place. <laughs> one time, damn uh, squirts. One time, um, me and my one of my girlfriends. It was New Year's Eve. You went to the gallery, huh? And uh, no, it oh. wasn't the gallery. Okay. Although I had free, I have frequent frequented frequent flyer miles the gallery <laughs> a lot, and and uh, when I was a kid, I know. But well, yeah, kid, kid being the thing. No, we we it, we were actually living with each other, and it was New Year's Eve, and there was nothing going on for uh, for New Year's Eve, and we just wanted to we we just you know like we just wanted to go somewhere else and have sex, right? So we just, just have a little romp. We just decided, you know how hotel sex is 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 a different kind of sex for some yeah, reason. Yeah, because yeah, you can just it's fuck not your up. bed. It's not your you know. Especially when you're younger, it's not your house. You know yeah, I mean? right. Yeah. yeah, and so we decided just to get a hotel room. We got one of these like extended stay hotel rooms. Yeah, and and it wasn't in a, and it was it was like 
20 minutes away from where we lived, but it was just to go to this different place and just get hammered yeah. in this place, whatever. Give her a suplex. And, uh, while we were checking in, this is about <laughs> give her a perfect plex. <laughs> Spit my gum out first and slap it across the room. And <laughs> just right before you'll be fucking her, you stand up, you're like, now you're gonna see a perfect plex. <laughs> um. Anyway, we were checking in. It was about eight o'clock. <laughs> you give her the fucking Boston crab <laughs> for no reason. She's like screaming. I probably gave her some crabs, but they weren't Boston. <laughs> Not from Boston. Um. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm just picturing all this shit. <laughs> Blind her with arrogance and give her a sharpshooter. <laughs> You're like, oh, let me get more comfortable. And you go into the bathroom, you come out with a snake in a bag. <laughs> Just let it loose on the bed. <laughs> and then DDT her into it. And then give her the fucking... Give her the Garvin stomp. <laughs> <laughs> or... Give her the fucking... Um, iron, Not the Iron Sheik, the fucking Sergeant Slaughter noogie. <laughs> the noogie. <laughs> Come here. Yeah, worst finish. How is that ever. a finishing move? No, it's not. Uh, okay, Sergeant Slaughter. What would you like your finishing move to do? I don't know what all my uncles did to me when I was eight years old. How is that a finishing fucking <laughs> yeah. move? Yeah, but you know what? If you really grind that nuggie in, that could be a killer. You ever give someone the slow grind nuggie? Because, no. <laughs> you know, I, my, me and my little brother loved wrestling. So I was like, let me try the nuggie on you. You know what I mean? It's not going to be your average nuggie. <laughs> so I started, like, the way Sergeant Slaughter looks when he does it, I started giving it like that. And, you know, it's like you're just grinding into the head. That shit hurts. Don't, uh, don't get the nuggie. You don't want that. Anyway, let me finish this Sorry. up. Let's let's finish this story up. Let's finish this episode up. I'd rather get sweet chim music from Sean. Sean, <laughs> yeah, sexy boy. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So we're checking into the hotel, and in front of us is a group of people that consisted of this. And I didn't pick up on it at first. And then when I did, it was a, a real skinny, dorky, greasy-haired kind of guy who was holding two uh, like elongated bags over his shoulders that that. That might be kind of the type of bags that you would fit, like <laughs> you would keep a snake in. drum equip drum equipment and shit in, you know, like they're longer, right? And then, Shut up. <laughs> and then the other two people <laughs> were a really skinny, uh, fucking blonde chick who was about five feet, and then two giant fucking black dudes. What is this? So they checked in and they went up, and then we checked in, and then I realized while we're going up the elevator. Holy shit, that's a fucking porn shoot. Yeah. That was the fucking, the dorky dude was carrying the camera equipment. Yeah. There was this little skanky blonde chick and then these two giant dudes who were going to destroy Savages on blondes? Yeah. Ooh. There was fucking BBC all over that place. Ah. And then for the rest of the night, I ca- I was like fucking Woody Allen neurotic about it. I was like, what? I was <laughs> worried about I it. I was going like, you know what's going on? Like, <clears throat> is it going on in this floor? Are they close to us? Is this what's happening? Because I was just thinking about this this poor white on chick a on a fucking rotisserie with these yeah, two right, dudes. Exactly. Why this this fucking greasy air dude was filming it all, and that went down, and I was worried about. It. And finally, my girlfriend was like, "If you want to get laid tonight, you need to shut up about yeah, this. Stop worrying about the savages on blondes." And then the ball dropped, and I took one of those things, and I went. <laughs> I miss your taste and you'll see through clothes the way you smell Thank you for listening to this episode of the Awkward High Five Podcast. You know what to do. Go onto iTunes and leave a written review. Once we have a hundred of those, we're going to throw a big party and you're gonna be invited. Keep sending in the mega powers will explode. Yeah! Uh you're still in Dan Soders. <laughs> what no? 
sending in the band names. Uh, sooner than later, we're going to actually choose a band name, and you're going to be the winner of that, pro- uh, that contest, and you're going to get an awkward high-five prize package, the value of which is going to be priceless, I believe. Uh, anything else, Richard? All right. <laughs> Seen a few short days. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.